And then she starts doing the uh, no, biscuits on you. No, <laughs> no. I'm in the middle of a storm or in a ship about to sink. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was super cool. <laughs> Arlen just stacking all of the don't let me die items. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm gonna ask like Adri and Jade to do that because I don't want to fall off the boat, and they're much better at not falling off the boat than Reasonable. I would be. Okay, <laughs> what so, am I, chopped liver? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm crying over here because I know this isn't gonna be good. And I'm already laughing. Chapter 286, The Stormy Seas. Okay. So in the last episode, you all had basically got a chance to sit down and figure out what in the heck just happened for the last uh, couple of episodes there with uh, the various trials and the uh, Glaive of Doi. And uh, uh, do we finally kind of feel like we're on top of sort of this weird quantum mechanical sort of alternate reality split timeline sort of thing absolutely not okay not good really. well that's how we kind of quantum mechanics work so good good so it makes tons, tons of sense everyone goes off and does their own thing then returns to me and it works well i contemplate the nothingness of eternity and i'm oneness with it so it makes sense I, and to i'm me. oneness with it mm-hmm. that was very eloquent yes <laughs> you'd have to be one with nothing to understand this Well put. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so you had all finally figured out exactly what's not happening and it's happening at the same time it's not happening. And um, had actually talked to Galchabar, who uh, didn't actually really help the situation at all, trying to explain it all. Um, or, or did it? Uh, Arlen, did, did your talk with Galchabar help at all? I mean, very loosely. Okay, good. We learned the ring probably won't kill us. Yeah, That's yeah that, that, that was the plus thing. It turns out that that was a ring of invisibility and seems like just a common ring. It doesn't wasn't like owned by some, uh, you know, super mage lich creature that was trying to take over all of the world and it created one ring to rule all of them or anything like that. Probably this thief was invisible and someone cut the finger off and he became visible and died. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I, I thought it was just an Easter egg from the movie. That's what I thought it was. It is getting on to Easter. Yeah. A little bit uh, of both. But yeah, it it does seem very logical, actually, um, that, yeah, he probably thought that the ring would protect him, you know, in whatever trials were upcoming. But when he got to that chaotic battle scene and couldn't heal his compatriots, then eventually they would get overwhelmed and then someone eventually sooner or later in that chaotic scene would bump into him realize there's something invisible there start swinging at it and at some point the ring probably got cut off of his finger that made him become visible and uh, then it was all over for him at that point in time but since that all happens just in the one room he just ended up in the corner without the ring so the lesson here adrius never fight anyone and then it can't be cut off right well that's why i'm an assassin right is just to like Avoid direct fighting. Yeah. Yeah. As they say, a soft word and a knife in the back gets you more than a soft word. Mm-hmm. Gets you knife in the backs. Yes. <laughs> you know what? 
my fist hits harder than your knife. I mean, I still have my fists, so. Very good. Okay, but anyways, <laughs> so you all went embedded down in the uh, temple, that uh, pineapple-shaped temple that uh, Creval had created. Um, and uh, everyone gets a nice, good evening sleep, and then um, you're able to awake in the morning. Um, so you're still in this beautiful little tropical island, horseshoe-shaped. Uh, but what shall you do now? Um, you actually, as, as you're thinking about it, remembered that the sea king had said as he pushed you off into the ocean that he would be awaiting your return and report on your investigations. Um, are you going to head back to him or what? Yeah, we should. We should. We don't want to diss our new friend. Mm-mm. Who's the king of a bunch of giants? That would be bad. And ruler of the seas. Yeah. Um, I think we should untie our anchor, as it were. And perhaps you, Sorzak, could just say we'd like to return and see if it boat just, the water just listens and takes us back. So when we're there, I'll say, return us to the realm of the sea king. Very good. Um so, Cotter, do you want to, like, up the sails or anything like that? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember this. It, it's been four days, so it's, like, a little <laughs> bit uh, off my mind, but I, I remember most of it, right? Okay. So, uh, so uh, um, you, you, you shout out that you want to return to the Sea King, and then uh, Cotter just kind of rolls his eyes, goes forward, and hoists the sail. And uh, it, uh, you, you start to uh, you know, push the rudder around and the, the breezes go and uh, push you in the proper direction. And once again, um, it's as if the boat has a mind of its own. I mean, you're, you're directing it, but you're in this nice calm area of seas. The, the, the winds which pushed you and the currents that pushed you here seem now to be pushing you back a ways. And uh, you start taking off. And, and once again, it's going to take you about two days to get there. And um, the uh, first day you sail past where the Kraken was. No, uh, no evidence of the Kraken ever being there. And uh, continue on. And then into the evening. And once again, just a glorious uh, view of the stars in all directions. And the comet just goes from one side of the firmament to the other. Just bathing everything in a slightly greenish light. Um, it's almost almost bright enough to read by. It's uh, so so illuminating. And uh, then, uh, um, you know, you're, did, are you going to do some, uh, are you going to do some watches there while, um, overnight? Or is just one person going to take the tiller overnight? How do you want to do that? We should do, like, our watch overnight I wouldn't overnight mind taking again. a watch. Yeah. Um. Before my watch, though, I'd like to talk to Arlen and see if he still has that little necklace that I gave him back in the day that was destroyed by the floating eyeball. Um, yeah, I have the... The burnt-out remains? Yeah, it's just really cracked, so it's just a piece of jewelry at this point. Mm. May I have it? Of course. I'll take it out and hand it to him. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh... It is as you remember it before there, Craval, but it, I mean, there's basically, it just appears to be singed, sort of like as if, you know, someone overloaded electronic components. Um, if I may ask, what, what would you like to do with it? Try something out. Um, 
I'll take the glaive and I'll just sit and I'll place it down next to me and turn or holding onto it and I'll just kind of concentrate on it for a minute and I, uh, a silver sheen will light up my left hand and I'll reach out touch the necklace and I will cast a store on it okay so um, and please read to us what re restoration does you touch one broken item no larger than a candle or object affected by a spell that has been that has been by some device drained of magic an item is immediately restored, such as in the Mending Cantrip. An object depicted by a drain spell has the spell's effects restored. Okay, so it can actually restore a magical item that has been uh, drained then, huh? Yes, as and, long as it's not bigger than a candlestick. Yes. Anyway, so you, you do that, and all of the blemishes and all of the marks disappear from it, and it looks pristine as the day you got it. Cast Detect Magic on it? It seems to be magical again. Handy. <laughs> Would you like this back, Arlen? Uh, yeah, that was super cool. <laughs> I'll back over to him. Uh, well, you've I'll already got, a, you've already got all... a ne next slot item, though, don't you? I do have a next slot. Arlen just stacking all of the don't let me die items. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Min maxing, minimizing death. Oh. Minimizing yeah. <laughs> But yeah, well, so you'll have to figure out which one of those you want to be wearing. But I, you probably, probably more want the the hit points, right? I'm yeah, I'm look, leaning towards the amulet of health versus the periapta wound closure, because the amulet of health brings me to a hundred and thirty one hit points, and with the periapta wound closure, I'm down to. Was it 74 you had 70. before? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. 74 hit points is embarrassing at this stage. You should definitely keep the health. Yeah. Perioptive wound closure just um, allows me to... Not die. Instantly stabilize. Yeah. Which you get to use quite frequently if you had 74 hit points. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you remember, yeah. he did. That's true. I think it also allows you to double your uh, hit point restored when you take a long rest when you use the dice. That is true. Um, just keep it on you for now. Yeah, I'll just hang on to it. It's selling fodder if we ever want to do something like that again. Excellent. Okay. Um, anything else this morning? Um, as or this this day as you're going along in the boat? No, I'm just practicing my my katas there. Very good. As the boat rocks, it gives me a nice opportunity to practice my balance mm -hmm. while striking, so I utilize that. You're probably jumping from the rigging to the mast to the rigging and back again. Yeah, flawlessly. Mm -hmm. Very good. Okay. I like to think that Adri is actually secretly invisible, making fun of him the entire time. Yeah. Oh, no, she wouldn't secretly make fun of me. <laughs> would it count as an action to like just throw something on the ground in front of him? I think that would break the invisibility. Bummer. I mean, it just okay. as an attack or something. But I yeah, mean, I think because I think the like spirit behind that yeah. is it's like you're if you're not moving super quickly, yeah. then the invisibility you could accidentally trip over a pail. But basically, oh. you know, if if you're if you're doing something to directly affect somebody, then then that would break the invisibility. Yeah. But so, if she spilled water to directly yeah. affect 
the floor of the boat. Yeah. <laughs> so so if you like, were like snuck in and put a trip wire across yeah. a doorway, that wouldn't break it. But if you, if you like, like try to try to like boat. stick your foot out to trip somebody, that would yeah. probably break it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You can try. <laughs> so 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 all of a sudden, trip wires appear all over the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Just seeing what I can do, you guys. Yeah. How can I level up without those tripwires? Okay. Okay, so what is the watches for tonight? I'll take the first watch. I'll take second. I'll take third. I'll go fourth. I'll take a nap. Okay. I thought you were going <laughs> to take good. Well, you just did the magic, so. So anyways, yeah. So um, no need to roll or anything. You're under the... the uh, the Sea Kings, thank you. The Sea Thing, Sea Kings, um, basically protection. So the boat just kind of, you know, scoots along. Um, about the most exciting thing is, you know, basically a couple of flying fish just hop out of the water, some part off to port, and a flying kraken, and you just know. flop back in the water again. But um, that's about it. Everything else goes very, very smoothly. Um, but uh, actually, who had the last one again? Cotter? Jade. Jade did? I did. Okay, roll for me, Nature. Ooh. Mm -hmm. 11. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, um, yeah, you do not notice anything unusual um, until the sun rises. Um, and then you, you're basically heading um, in a northeast direction. And so the uh, you see the the sun beginning to uh rise but it rises a very fiery red display beautiful sunrise glancing off of some clouds but then it disappears behind the clouds and you realize it's just an entire bank of clouds and over the course of the next hour, you realize that they're just they're coming obliquely towards you, but they're getting bigger and bigger. And you all of a sudden see lances of lightning coming down from the clouds and you realize there is some massive storm front that's headed your direction. And even though you're going to northeast and these are coming out of due east, it's uh, headed in your direction uh, pretty, pretty heavily. And pretty soon you're going to collide with it. Right. I'll, I'll wake up everyone. Okay. And sure enough, by the time that you're all up on deck and, and uh, taking a look around, uh, the leading edge of the clouds is already beginning to pass over you, and the sea is already beginning to get choppy. And within an hour's time, uh, basically everything has gone gloomy. There's cracks of lightning happening on all sides of you. But it's very interesting. So you can see white-capped waves crashing to your right and to your left, but there's basically a hundred-foot circle around you where you, you'll see a big wave roll in, and then it just kind of subsides. But it's not placid and calm where you are. The uh, waves are still uh, going and rocking the boat back and forth. It's not a real pleasant ride like it was on the way out, but compared to the, uh, you know, maelstrom going on around you, it's almost nothing. Uh, so it's, it's definitely much easier uh, to, to ride through. However, it is definitely a, um, 
a definitely a rough ride uh, compared to what you had before. Uh, the wind still is buffeting the uh, sails back and forth. And Cotter? Um, do I know? Um, you just know that you're having trouble, um, you know, c- controlling the tiller and keeping the, the, the uh, sails. Um, and you, you know you're supposed to, like, lower them in or something like that and not have so much sail up. And there are kind of, like, little Good. dangly things on the I sail knew. that seem like you could tie it in there. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask, like, Adri and Jade to do that because I don't want to fall off the boat and they're much better at not falling off the boat than I would be. Okay. (laughs) What am I, chopped liver? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is not the proper draconic translation of your name. (laughs) It's more like like, uh, minced liver. Yes. He's like... But I've been jumping back and forth all day. That's yes. all I do is jump. <laughs> yes. Okay, so um, are you uh, going to go up and, and uh, reef the sails and br- yeah, you know, bring them yeah, down? Yeah, we can. Yeah. We can take care of that. Okay, so as you approach the sail, all of a sudden you hear a ripping sound, Uh-oh. and you notice that in fact um, the repair work that was done on it is beginning to be overloaded by the stresses of this thing, and they're beginning to rip again. And you are afraid that if you don't do something really soon, that there are – basically, you're going to end up with two pieces of sail. And Uh-oh. that would be really difficult to uh, sail with only two pieces of sail. Arlen has mending. Can we carry him up there? <laughs> I have mending. Okay. So, Arlen, quickly, um, give me an acrobatics check as you cross the deck. No! Can, to get can to... Jade and I help him? him? Can Jade and I help him? Like, how can you help him? Um, no, like, there's a can wire. we? I don't know. Yeah, all of my tripwires. Um, yeah, can can't we just... like be? Wait, hold on, hold on. Can't you just misty step up can there? I? Can you see it? Do you have misty step? He's got can his Montebank. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you have a spell, you can definitely misty step over there. Yeah. It, yeah, and then like maybe maybe Jade or I could be over there to like hold him steady. Yeah, but uh, it, it's it's interesting what happens though. As he misty steps, you see him turn into mist, and he starts coming towards you. And there's this big gust of wind, and you just see the mist go way off the boat, and what? then you can see it fighting to come back again. And he he. he uh, Land, you know, the mist collects at your feet, and Arlen reappears, and he's like white as a sheet, and his eyes are big as saucers. I'm not sure if that how that's how it works, but it works in like my world that way. And are you really? Are you with the dungeon master? Uh, how I like how, I like the flavor, but I also I like the idea though too, is because the ship is actively moving. Yes. So like, if he said I want to be at that spot, that spot's going to be different because the ship is moving. He missed. It's, he stepped yeah. into th- midair and yeah. fell. Well, we can we can be there to like catch him to maybe help him not fall off the ship. Okay, and then um, so as you're casting um, the mending on the sails and trying to get them to stop ripping, and you'll have to cast several several of these cantrips to get it to do. Um, so from uh, Jade and Adri, I will need from you a athletics check to hold him into place. Key point. Athletics. The athletics. Oh my god. I'm I'm crying over here because I know this isn't going to be good. I'm already laughing. Twenty five. 
That's right. Jade is good at not acrobatics. No athletics. You're trying to hold him in place as he's being thrown about I, by these waves. I got an eleven. That's okay. how I can help so, you. Adri, your 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 hands just kind of slip right off him, but then you just see Jade's claws come out and just <laughs> bury themselves <laughs> into into his, his tunic. And even though he's being buffeted around, she doesn't let him go. No, 400 hit points off of him. You better paint your claws green. Oh, That's all I'm saying. Owen's face in reaction to that. Ouch. Yeah, oh, everybody knows. Anybody who's ever owned a cat just knows how bad that could have gone. At least it was just the tunic. Well, it anyone who's ever tried to take a cat off their lap, even knows it's like, uh, 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 uh. it's like, I don't want to. Yes. Hey, Jade, <laughs> there's a foot underneath that sock. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And then she starts doing the. Uh, no, Biscuits on you. No, <laughs> no. I'm in the middle of a storm or in a ship about to sink. No. Okay. Don't anyway. do that anyway. Okay. Anyway, so you're able Three to times. mend the sails. And, um, it, but then things t- keep getting rougher and rougher. Um, and uh, actually, everybody do perception. 26. I'm trying to make sure. Oh wait, I have Arlen, advantage. Arlen doesn't fall Ooh. off. I rolled mightily. Me too. Six. Twenty-eight. Can I borrow some of yours? Like no. 10? Nine. Nineteen. I rolled. I rolled an eight, but with my modifier to twenty-two. Okay, so a good roll, but not as good as Adri. I see everything. Um, so, so like, like I said, you you kind of slipped off of uh, Arlen there and. Actually, I mean, the, the water spray coming across the deck made it a little slippery. So you kind of end up going down to one knee as, as you know, you, you lose your, your hold on, on Arlen. And you're, as you're down to one knee right there on the deck, kind of almost in contact with the ship, you hear a sharp snapping sound from beneath you. Uh-oh. Somewhere below decks. Okay. What is it? I don't know. What is it? Can I look? Um, are you going to make your way over to the yeah. hatch? So you yeah. you go back to the, the companion way to get below. So give me give me acrobatics to get over there. Oh, this I'm better at. Um, let me just re-roll that anyway. Okay, uh, 29. Yep, so you're able to, to nimbly <laughs> dance there. And you see that there is water coming in. And if you remember, you this ship was pretty banged up when you had to repair it. So apparently, you there was a, a weakened board that you didn't know that was in you know about to fail. H- hang on, didn't we have like the whole Sea King's favor or whatever? Like, well, why like is our ship falling apart? Like I said, there's like a hundred foot, hundred so, so foot circle around you where the maelstrom is not as bad. As bad, yeah. Okay, I mean, but you're still, you know, if you've ever been like to a harbor when there's a storm going on and it's like on that side of the seawall there's yeah. just 30 foot waves and then you get on the inside of the seawall and yeah it's still like six or eight foot waves bouncing back and forth but out there it's just you know pell-mell uh, that's what basically you're seeing just inside this this circle of the sea king's protection you know you're still you're still being bounced around on like eight foot ten foot wa- you know waves but it's not the 30 it's footers that are out there bad, yeah okay all right uh we're taking on water Okay, so there's two problems here. One, you've got a broken board that needs to be fixed. And two, you're taking on water, and that's going to eventually sink you. So um, you're going to have to do something about the amount of water in, in the in the hold, and you're going to have to do something about the board to keep from getting more water in the hold. So what are you going to do? 
I I have fists and arrows. That's how I can help. And I'm fast and can teleport. There's nothing I could do about the amount of water. But... I can nail really well with flurry of blows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, does someone have like an ice spell or something where we can like freeze the water and like make like a like a little blockage for it? If restore works like the mending spell, could I restore the board? Um, I don't think it works like the mending spell. Though, I think right? that's it for organic stuff, magic stuff, right? Oh. But but Arlen did mend the boards the last time. So. Yeah, maybe he could teleport his way over here. Arlen, he's our he's our crazy glue man. <laughs> yeah, um, all misty stuff over there, and attempt to mend. I'm trying to look at. Nope, that's not what I wanted. That's what I wanted. And so once again, he disappears into mist and you once again, you see the mist just blow straight off the deck and fight its way back. And you just kind of see it curl around the companionway hatch and just appear right next to you. Um, but Arlen, you are alarmed at the amount of water that's already in there. I mean, it is just gushing in. Um, and, and actually, um, Cotter. Yes, the boat is fighting you. Um, it feels sluggish. And so you've already taken on enough water uh, that it's making it difficult. And you and you notice the nose dipping further into the waves as you come across them. And water is now sloshing across the deck. So you're going to have to get water out of the hold somehow while uh, while the, the board is being mended. Okay. Um. Maybe we should just teleport out of here and send them ascending and say the boat sank. I don't think you want to give up that easy. Just throwing it out there. How big is how, the craft? How fast again do we estimate the water entering the boat? At? Uh, so imagine a, a basically a, a, a one-foot hole in the side of a ship that's, you know, about a foot by a foot. So, I mean, it's it's basically gushing in at, at you know, dozens of gallons per minute. Okay. So, um but basically anything you can do to get the water out of there is going to be helpful. Well, certainly there must be a bucket. I'm going to start the, bailing. Okay. Um, so yeah, we got the tiller. Can I get um, people? This it, might sound a little weird. Could I potentially use mage hand to like press against the crack to like it, prevent? It, it, it is well too big hand? for mage hand to do anything with you. you I mean, like I? you need okay. to like basically cast mending mage hand and mend that board. Can I? Which, which you think you can do easily. It's just we need to get the water out of here before things... Can I cast spike growth around the board? <laughs> Bad idea. Don't do that. No. No, 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 So no, no. one can walk near it? <laughs> or just no. like... So anyways, but we've already spikes? got... We've already got... Um, Dang it. Uh, Sorzok down there in the hold, bailing as fast as he can. Um, there's room for one other person uh, if, if you want to get down there and start bailing. I mean, am I not already down there because of Misty Step? You are, but we, I said there's room for one other person to, oh, to okay. bail. I can bail. Okay, so I need athletic checks from the both of you to uh, see if you can bail uh, fast enough there. There's dice. 25. Three. You okay, can't... so... Oh, never, mind. Um, never mind. Never mind. You can't do key for ability or skills. Yeah. He, he's, he's not magic like you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, mine is a, it's a monk thing to do saving throws, but not for skills. Um, so yeah. So once again, Jade, you're able to bail fast enough. 
and um, then you're able to go and uh, clear out the 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 deck uh, or the the hold uh, at least enough that it's not sinking low in the water anymore. And uh, Arlen, you're able to then mend that uh, part of the the board there and continue on. And then you are um, delving deeper into the storm and it's just getting rougher and rougher. Although, although, actually everybody roll for me nature. Five. Nineteen. Okay. Dude, you're having a rough go of it this game. I got a rock. Actually, you got a a spray in the face there. Jade? Nineteen. Okay. Nineteen seems to be the the happy number. uh, Kerval, do you have Creator Destroy Water? Not, not prepared. Okay. And unfortunately, not one of the things you have in your staff. Okay, so those of you that got the high roll there, do notice that there is a just a thin line on the horizon of blue, and you can just see some glints of sunshine. So this basically is just a big squall line that's coming through, and you feel that if you can just hold on here for another hour, you'll be out of it. Okay. So, but it is getting rougher and rougher, and uh, Cotter, you're just having more and more trouble just trying to keep the nose of the craft into the waves, and you ride up the waves and come crashing down the other side, and, and basically, I mean, as you go up, everybody is kind of just like tilting backwards, but then as you crash down the other side, it's like it's like hitting a brick wall, and it's like everyone's thrown forward. It, it looks like the bridge of the Enterprise when they're in combat, you know, and um, then all of a sudden... Um, Cotter, you see this massive wave approach and it dies down as it hits the that hundred foot circle, but it still doesn't dive down enough. And you're just, you know, going up, 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 and you realize that your bow is cutting through it and the whole deck is gonna be covered by uh, to depth of almost six feet by this wave as you punch through it. And everybody must give to me an athletics check to see what happens as this giant wall of water Jesus. crashes across you. Nine. <laughs> Two. Dude. 27. Okay. No one does not do well on boats. Take Did you say athletics back. or acrobatics? Uh, athletics. You're holding on for dear life. Oh, here. much better. Wait, acrobatics? 16. Athletics. Oh. I got a five. Just kidding. 14. 21. Okay. So, um, the wave comes crashing across and basically um, Adri and Sorzak, you are just kind of swept off the front of the part of the boat Isn't he down below? and everybody else is holding on for dear life. But then you just see Cotter who's like fighting with the rudder and fighting with the rudder and fighting with the rudder. Um, just, you know, all of a sudden looks up at the last minute and just in time for the wall to hit him. And the, wave just sweeps him right off the stern of the boat and into the water. So now you have three of your companions in the water that's chopping back and forth. But worse yet, no one's on the tiller now. And the boat starts to drift almost in a circle as you're getting broadside to the waves, which is about the last thing you want in this condition. So what are the remaining three of you going to do? So um, Arlen, Jade, and and uh, Creval, what are you going to do? Three people are in the water. Boat's getting out of control again. I'm going to use my favorite spell. Conjure woodland beings. And do? And make more pixies. And Quest, do? Question. To polymorph them into uh, animal creatures. Polymorph who? 
the pixies. Okay. Which are going to be? Dolphins. And they're going to? Save the people in the water. Okay. Qu- question. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, it's got to be dim light in this maelstrom, right? Oh, yes. It's quite dim light. Okay. Can, am I within 60 feet of the boat? You are within 60 can feet I of the boat. Can I just go back you on the boat? Okay. Go I'm going to just go back on the boat. Okay. And, and, and along those lines, I, I'm very mobile. So I'm going to do a little flip. <laughs> And I'm just gonna run. Okay, very I good. I can go across liquids. That's right. Yes. You can. That's okay. right. Yeah. Yeah. So so <laughs> so Adrian comes bolting back onto the boat, and uh, as does uh, Sorzak. Um, however, while they're doing that, what's and then you conjure a bunch of dolphins to go grab Cotter. Um, but as like they're Disney doing that, princess. Arlen and Craval, what are you going to do about the fact the boat is now out of control? I'm going to run over to the steering mechanism and slam it back to keep it from doing whatever it's doing and try to get it back on course of where I think we're supposed to be headed. Okay, very good. And so you um, yank it around and point the nose back in there. Give me athletics check again to try to get it back under control. Fifteen. Okay, fifteen does it. And you are able to go and uh, fight the tiller over, um, although... Because of that, it uh, you you know you're not real familiar with how the boats work. The uh, boom on the sail just comes sliding back across, and I need an athletic or an acrobatics check from everybody that's still on the boat. So Adrian and Craval have are still on their way back, and so this would be Jade and Arlen. So I don't. No, you're you're on the way back right now. You're you're okay. you're you're zooping back. So in the no acrobatics. Yeah, you're you're just okay. you're you're still out of the scene here. Sixteen. Do I make? Do I need to make one? I'm no, because you're all the way back on the tiller, uh, way way back behind the boom. Arlen, did you say acrobatics or I, athletics? I did say acrobatics. Okay, on eight. Okay, so. Um, Arlen, the boom just comes sliding across and just totally takes you by surprise. You take five points of damage as it smacks into you. And give me another acrobatics check to see if you can hold on to the railing as you go sliding across the boat. Fifteen. Okay. And um, so basically, Adri, you and Sorzak, you zoop back on in shadow step. And Sorzak runs back across the boat and jumps on board. Just in time for you to horrifyingly see um, Arlen get completely hammered by this boom coming back across. But then much to your relief, you know, he comes sliding across the deck, heading for the edge, and then just grabs the gunnels at the last minute and pulls himself back on the boat, probably with you guys' help. And then what do your dolphins do, Jade? Go after Cotter in the water? Okay. so He's sinking because he has armor. Well, it's magic armor, though. But they're magic dolphins. Too. Yes. And anyway, so the dolphins come in and Cotter, they kind of scoop under your arms and um, they, you know, just go and flip at high speed. And, and next thing you know, you're right next to the boat and everybody can can help the now soddened Cotter back onto uh, onto the boat. And um, about that time, the waves start to subside a bit and it's a little easier to make your way through. Um, and uh, Arlen? Arlen, you're on the ship. Arlen, Arlen, <laughs> what? Okay, um, you you do uh, hear some more creaking below, and more of the boards are popping, but not to the point the previous one was. And you're able basically to mend them uh, quickly as you as you go, and you're able to go pump the water out of the out of the hold. And within an hour, you're basically back to calm waters again. And uh, after that little little spell of of insecurity. 
and you pull back up to the island of the Sea King, and you actually see that there is the Sea King and his retinue waiting for you in the cove where you took off from. And that's where we're going to stop today. Okay, well, a couple things here. First, on the Ring of Invisibility. So, um, as I mentioned previously, a lot of the times I am rolling randomly for treasures for the party, uh, basically because they're coming across uh, stashes of stuff from the Old Kingdom or dragon hordes or things like that that wouldn't have pre-planned items that they would get. Instead, they uh, are just you know finding what they find. And this time, I rolled for a Ring of Invisibility. Well, first thing I actually actually considered if I wanted to give them a ring of invisibility because that can be kind of game breaking. But I decided at this point in time, no, that would actually fit in very nicely, especially for Adri. So I'm kind of pleased that the party decided to give it to her. Um, but also then I was trying to figure out why would there be a ring of invisibility? And then I came across the idea of, oh, it was on the finger of somebody. But then why would somebody be there? And then it's like, oh, it was a charlatan who was trying to sneak in and grab the glaive of Doi. Someone who had been a con man that had been able to con himself into and out of all sorts of situations, especially with the ring of invisibility. And so then the question became, well, then why didn't you use the ring of invisibility? And then as I was looking at the scenarios, realized that in the third one, eventually he would, as I said, bump into somebody who would realize he's there, who would probably swing on him. And then by just lucky chance, you know, ended up getting the ring cut off of his finger and he became visible. And then at that point in time, it was all over. So anyways, that's how loot happens, folks. So yeah, so the uh, party got the ring of invisibility and then made their way back. And actually I had other items to throw at the party with the boat breaking. Uh, but I kind of felt like when we got to this point that I had made my point, you know, the, the party had run the adventure and yeah, we could have broken some guy lines to the mast or had the tiller break or other things that I had written up, but it would have ended up being just the, basically the same thing that they had just had happen. And um, so we decided to kind of wrap things at this point since I kind of felt like they had run the course on, on the uh, skills check. And it was kind of fun to have something that was basically just a skills check and support spells and that sort of thing and not your standard sort of combat-oriented adventure like it was on the way out. So anyways, the party has made it back to the Storm King's Isle and they have successfully navigated the stormy seas. So what's going to happen? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, rate us and subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss an episode. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com with questions or comments. Follow us at Relic of the Past or Relic of the Past Podcast on your social media feeds. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>